Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. All right. Welcome, everyone. We have got a very special live edition of the Flow Show podcast number 148 here. We have Elias uh, Gutierrez. How are you, man? Very good. Happy to be here. Hey, thank you for the time. I know we've got a very exciting week here. We have uh, the Party Poker, the Cypress Millions, which... Three million guaranteed. Don't want to. Don't want to spoil. But we're we're in the we're here. We're in the tournament. Uh, what is your What is your impression, first of all, of Cyprus and of the venue for this uh, party poker millions? It is actually quite good. I I was uh, pretty impressed with how good is the place, the resort, and, and the experience is. Uh, you know, it's a very good mix between poker and holidays vibe. You know. Yeah, no, it's it is. It's cool. I've been coming here. People cannot see it, but there is a view here from your room. There is a view there that it's quite amazing. Yeah, no, it's it is cool. I've been coming for turn back the. <laughs> we'll give him a little view at the end well, before the sun goes down. We'll, we'll give him a look. But um, yeah. So tell tell us a little bit about you know I, I'm familiar with you. I know you stream on Twitch. You have a very successful YouTube channel. Uh, but for those that potentially may not know you, I know you're you're from Spanish background. Um, give us a little bit, a bit, uh, how long you've been in poker and, and kind of what you do in terms of more online or live. Give us a little bit of a feel on, on what you do within poker. I started playing poker on 2010, okay. uh, maybe 2011. I, I, I started, I, I knew poker assisted, uh, and I started taking it seriously, maybe 2010, 2011, uh, became, I became professional maybe in, two, in about, about two years later or three. Mm-hmm. And since then, it's been maybe eleven years. Maybe uh, most of my background is online. I played uh, maybe full ring poker, uh, cash games during the first uh, three years. Then I switched to six max. Mm-hmm. Then I was playing six max until I made it to high stakes. Then I started YouTube, uh, and then I, I I became interested in tournaments because it was. Uh, much better uh, for the new lifestyle I was having. It, it, it makes way more sense because tournaments are, are, are easier to explain or to show mm-hmm. in content creation. Right? Yep. Uh, much more than cash games. Right. Um, yeah. For Twitch in particular, it's like there's a story start and yeah. finish. It's not. Yeah. And, and it is a lot more dangerous to show your your game and the way you think when you're playing cash games because you're playing against the same people all the time. Tournaments, uh, the pool is bigger. It's mm-hmm. way bigger. You are not in the same, you don't have the same five people in six tables or five at the same time. So it didn't make sense all, at all to play cash games when I was actually already producing content. So so I started playing more tournaments maybe three years ago mm-hmm. or something like that. And I started studying, learning more about tournaments, which I love because I, I really like to explore uh, new formats. I, I wouldn't go that, that far to learn Omaha or something like that. That's way too much effort. I love that game. Don't, it's fun, man. You'll like it. You, I, I feel I'm already old enough. I mean, 11 years playing poker. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would not want to start if I know I'm, it's going to be very difficult to be good at it. Right. Well, you'd be surprised, I think, how how bad some people play in Omaha and in, in, in I general. I'm confused. There aren't too many draws. Yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> the viewers like it. They like they like the action. But and how you're 30, 31 years old. 
Yeah, 31. Yes. 31. Okay. So he's still young. I'm 35, 31. You, you, that, that's, that's sort of uh, in poker though, it's getting a little bit older. It's, it's sort of a, you know, a lot of people, I would say it's a younger, younger person sport. What, what is the, what is the culture? We just had Adrian Mateos on the okay. podcast recently, obviously uh, a very well-known Spaniard, great player. Um, you know, I see he endorses your, your coaching, uh, site as well which we'll, we'll show in a little bit tell me your relationship uh with some of the, the spanish players are you do you have like kind of a crew are you like a lone wolf or are you do you have sort of a a pocket of players that you you talk with and study with uh for poker okay uh i i i know most of the bigger names uh and all the people that you almost all the people that used to play uh, let's say live between 2010 and 2013, 2014. Mm -hmm. uh, since 2015, I started living in Asia more. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of moved there. So um, most of my friends during the last, uh, let's say, five, six, seven years are mainly not poker related, actually. And I've been, uh, uh, yeah, I've been kind of a nomad. What made yeah. you move to, like, was it, if you could specify where yeah. in Asia and why, why, why there? Uh, it all started after the Supernova Elite in 2014. I okay. did the Supernova Elite playing mid stakes, and I was in the UK at the time. Uh, so uh, me and, and the friends I was living with, we wanted a change. Uh, we were uh, a bit tired of the weather and the food and all of that. Mm -hmm. We wanted something completely different. And one of my friends, uh, he, he really enjoyed Thailand. So we went to Thailand uh, the first time for me in Asia. And we were, we were there maybe for three, four months. Then I started exploring other, other parts of Asia, such as Hong Kong, Macau, the Philippines, uh, Japan, Korea, mm -hmm. and even, uh, even more down there, uh, Australia. I used to live in Australia as well. Nice. So um, I, 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 I got in love with the Asian, with what you feel when you are there. You know, it's, uh, it is, uh, it is huge. It yeah. is huge. I don't know how to explain it, uh, in services, uh, lots of services, lots, of, lots of things to do. I love the Asian food. Um, it, it is intense. And, me too. And That's nice. my favorite food as well. I actually, yeah. I heard someone just was telling me a recent uh, guest on the show was telling me that Thailand's his favorite place in the world as well. So I'm starting to hear more about that and I hope to get to, uh, go over there. I haven't been to, to Tokyo or Thailand, but don't, you would say that some of your favorite places in the world are, are these? Uh, Thailand, you know, it's really good for when you're young. So when you are, I don't know, 22, 23, 24, you go there and it's amazing. So, you know, it's, it, it is still amazing if you go there when you're 30 or 40. Um, uh, but it is more, uh, how can I say, it is, um, it is good for... Um, having fun let's say it's a fun country to be in but uh, if you want to actually stay in a place there are th certain things that in thailand you are not getting them right for example good air good air quality mm. there is too there are too many cars uh, they don't stop producing more cars they use garbage oil uh, they use some sort of gas that is really really dangerous oh wow i don't know i would think thailand's so, like very uh I guess it depends what part or where, but I would think it's very like I think of beaches and relaxing and fresh air. But yeah, if you go on the sides, of course. If, right. If we are talking about Bangkok, for right. example, which uh, which is where where I was living, uh, you're going to have problems of smells, mm. pipes, uh, pipe smells, mm. and, uh, stuff like that. That you actually want them right if right. you're living there. You know, right. So or like Phuket or maybe some of the island or like out, outside. Yeah, if you like that vibe, amazing. Right. Uh, 
uh, I didn't live in Phuket, but there are many people who who does uh, who do. So yeah, uh, I started in Thailand, then the Philippines. Uh, um, I went there because I I met a, a girl at the time, mm-hmm. and she uh, she was living there. Uh, Korean. Uh, I met all her. Uh, all, I mean, I I visited all the Korean restaurants in the Philippines, basically. Nice with uh, her family then i moved to australia with her uh, then we broke up i went to macau uh, i started playing live poker in macau cash games uh, for the first time which i really enjoyed mm-hmm. what year was that roughly 2016 I okay think. was there still like some of the americans were over there i know like brian rast and and phil Locke and roble and those guys were they like they, they used to go over there maybe it was earlier even or was it still because Macau is kind of a well-kept secret. I think I didn't uh, meet them. Maybe it was a little, they might have been there like 12, 13 or something. But it was, uh, I know it's good games, right? They're known for some very, there was very good cash games in Macau. It is a very relaxing place, decent games. It's not like you're going to get a, uh, very often a huge whale or something like that. You know? Right. Maybe, let's say, four or five times, uh, ten times per year, mm-hmm. maybe you you will get a, you will get someone who is amazing. Right. To have him at the table. But there are actually many, many days maybe weeks even in in high season uh, there are times that uh, you are just there playing against people like you uh, or, or better right they you can know? they can really play yeah so so yeah no, it's not uh i mean it's not amazing either you know it's great right but it, it is because i love the, the experience right and and how would you say let's just kind of jump um i mean we could we can compare different cultures and you've, you've had some experience and friends like the spanish culture versus the American culture? What's sort of your perception? Um, and we could talk about Asian culture as well. But what, what sort of, uh, what would you say, like growing up and, and understanding, how would you sort of compare the two in terms of spirits and, and just in general? The, the Spanish uh, culture is very relaxed, you know, uh, and good at the same time. Spain is a very good country for uh, for living in general. Mm-hmm. It's a, there are many hardworking people, of course, and at the same time, many people who take life, you know, more in a relaxing uh, way, I would say. I, I was telling you before we started the podcast, I, I always thought uh, the, the what I feel it is that Americans work very hard, at least the the ones that that stand up the mm-hmm. most, maybe. Uh, the the feeling I, I, I have, it is that they are very hardworking and people uh, willing to take risk and all of that. I think in, in Europe, maybe, uh, we are more conservative uh, building mm-hmm. stuff. I actually feel I I am my personality or, or the way I do things. It is more inclined to invest a lot in myself and invest a lot on on basically on quality and trying to be better every day. Mm-hmm. So I would say you know because um, many of the many of the, of the influence influences we we have in Europe come from America as well. You know TV shows uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think uh, we're influenced by that as well, you know, in Europe. So um, I, I do feel I have a, a lot of influences from from America that kind of are, are, are in me as well, you know? Right. No, it makes a lot of sense. And, and in terms of with Asia and, and living like Tokyo, when you went there for the first time, what, would, yeah. what, what made you kind of fall in love with uh, with Tokyo and, and that, that area? Why, why out of all the areas you've been, did that stand out to you? Uh, Tokyo is the best balance of uh, first world country, basically. Cleanest, the cleanest I've been, the cleanest uh, country probably. Uh, amazing food. The, the only country that I think can compete with Spain is Japan. And it's 
it is probably even better because of their consistency. You know, mm -hmm. one of the good things you, you have in Japan, it is that they learn to do one thing and they do it very well. That's a, so you go to restaurants, they, they don't have this huge menu of things that they are kind of good at everything, you know? They have maybe five, 10 things, they're amazing at them. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and, and there is consistency. You, uh, if you are expecting something, you're expecting this quality, you, you are going to get that quality every day you go. So you never have, um, you all have your expectations uh, right. You know, you don't get disappointed easily. The service is amazing. It's a very respectful country. Um, with their, I don't know, uh, a very a very nice lifestyle. Has is uh, bad size, of course. The language is very difficult. Uh, it's not like you are going to easily learn Japanese. Uh, and also because of the way they are, it is difficult or almost impossible to make friends. Uh, yeah, I want to ask you on that. How, how, so living there in that regard, do you speak some Japanese? Have you tried learning it or, or do you, do you speak Japanese or some? I don't want to learn uh, Japanese and I will do it eventually. I'm, I'm sure because I'm planning to live there. Mm -hmm. uh, I can speak a few things, you know, like um, everyday stuff. Yeah. Hello uh, and all that I can, I can get by. Basically, right. I can go to a restaurant. I can, I can order food. I can say, please, okay, 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 pedir la cuenta. Yeah. Uh, how do they? I'm mixing Spanish. As for the bill, <laughs> how do how do they how do they receive you? Like you said, it's a little bit difficult. Do you feel like culturally they're less like? Is it kind of like they look at you a little funny or like not? You know, I guess it's hard, right? If you don't speak the language, it's hard to meet and be friendly with someone. But um, yeah. how, how do you feel like they perceive you? Like, do you feel like you stick out there, or are they welcoming, or just you're, you're just a foreigner? Uh, you are a an an outsider, but at the same time, they are very welcoming. So it's never a problem. Do people come take pictures with you? Because in uh, in like Beijing, in certain areas, I've been yeah. like they ask to take photos. Like it's almost I like a think foreign. That those things usually happen in really small towns. Okay. Or... I live in Tokyo. So. I went. I went when I was in Beijing. I went for the Olympics, and my friend who was there was very tall like six, six, like basketball tall. And like they, everyone was taking pictures with them. Maybe yeah. they thought he was famous or something, but it was just funny. Cause like yeah, yeah, they would yeah. come over and it was just like all the time. I heard that about China. Yeah. Uh, about uh, places in China. Yeah. Too. Also my, my, my niece, same thing. She was like, you know, they, uh, blonde hair and they like, they want to take pictures with, uh, I think just different, like something that's different. They're not used to seeing. Yeah. They, they, they yeah. like taking pictures, but maybe yeah. Tokyo is a little more yeah it's not quite it's, it's more a big city yeah a lot of a they city. see a lot of stuff so and they are used to foreigners I think yes in Tokyo very cool well, let's talk a little bit about your let me click over here and go to your your we're going to talk about a few different things you do but so the YouTube channel how did you very successful got a nice following and, and great engage this is the, the one uh, for the school actually this is your YouTube for the school channel yeah the the, the big one is the 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 blogs one. Oh, okay yeah so we'll have to, uh, which, which, let me, which one is that? How I mean, this, I mean, I'm saying this because this is just, uh, uh, educational content. Uh, okay. If you, you just type zero poker. Zero's poker. Yeah. Just that. It's going to appear at the top. Okay. Take a look here. So this one, that one a bit, uh, that one, this one. Yeah. Okay. Ah, so you have two channels, two separate channels. I do, yeah. Yeah, very cool. I didn't, I didn't see a show done. I separated the, um, the blogs uh, from the educational content. Uh, uh, the last few videos are not blogs because I could not produce anything during the lockdowns. But previously to that, uh, basically, I'm, I am doing lifestyle content. Uh, when I can play poker, I, I do 
and like you are saying there, content in Vegas, for example. But I, yeah. Uh, so, so tell me, how, how did you decide to dive into the content? Because it is, uh, you know, I, I find the, the the people that are able to do content and poker, you know, it's a lot of work, right? It's almost yeah. like it's a separate thing to be good at poker, study, work on your game. Also, the content, you got to be aware of what people like, how to do it. Do you, I mean, do you have a video editor? Do you have a team? Do you do all your thumbnails? Definitely how made my life more difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work, right? It's a full-time job. It, 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 yes, it is. Uh, when I started, I was doing everything alone. Uh, so uh, maybe for a couple of years, mm-hmm. uh, I was trying to learn everything. And then um, I got editors. I started with one. And at the current moment, I have four, mm-hmm. uh, but for different things. Right now, uh, here in Cyprus, uh, I have three of them with me. Okay. And and they all help uh, producing what I what I'm doing now. Uh, Very cool. We are actually trying to do uh, or trying to evolve what we currently do. We want to um, to be even more professional. You know, uh, there are certain levels you you meet maybe in in documentaries stuff like that. You know that you watch the content and you say, oh, this is cinema level maybe or something. Right. Like we are not. We, we want to keep uh, the spirit of YouTube alive, you know, the, because it has, um, how can I, can I explain it? Uh, YouTube is what it is maybe because it, it is real. It, feel, it feels way more real than mm-hmm. traditional television. It's less produced. It's more, uh, yeah. Uh, you got emotions uh, the way they are. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting you say this because this is a, uh... I actually fascinating to to hear more about the process and how that works because you know for like this WSOP I've done a couple summers WSOP vlogs myself and I noticed it was actually my first two losing summers I'm 20 35 maybe gone 12 years but I had that when I started doing the vlogs you know I was doing the the filming myself I would not do the editing but I would upload it send it do the title thumbnails also like I think that process of getting organized you know, investing in yourself, investing in people. Like you said, you have three people here. I mean, that's a, that's a major production, right? You're talking about flights, uh, hotels, yeah, yeah, yeah. organization. Hopefully you can get some deals and that's arrangements. Why I created but, school, so I can pay for it. <laughs> exactly. It's not cheap, right? Cause it's like, <laughs> no, you're it's talking not. about, you know, if you look at, uh, it's a long game because the actual active videos on YouTube, like even I'm sure some of these videos and we can take a look here, right? You have some very successful videos, hundreds of thousands of views, but like, you know, people ask me a lot too on, um, you know, they'll, they'll ask me, uh, you know, how much do you make on YouTube or how much do you make on Twitch? And I say, well, look, it's not, uh, you know, it's not really, it's not like you're making money necessarily from the videos, but if you have a product to, promote, right? If you have a school, if you have affiliate deals and things, or you get a deal with sites, like there is money to be made, but it's not, it's a long game. You got to kind of do it. It's not going to happen at once. And you're not from the YouTube video getting rich off of like a couple hundred thousand views. So it's, it's tricky. And I think that that is, uh, you know, kind of like Gary V. You know, uh, Spanish content makes a lot less money than uh, content in English. I'm not, I I would, that makes sense, but I don't know. We can compare actually. Uh, I can tell you in a hundred thousand views, maybe I can make me between 200 to 400 dollars right yeah I, I think yeah it's less but it's not much i mean it's it just depends like um i think that is i don't know that i don't know all the standards i know for that does sound low compared to what you know that's what it is right and there are many uh, countries that speak spanish that they don't i mean they don't even i mean sense and where, where is so are your most of your viewers from? Or was Spain? They are f- 50, about fifty percent 
uh, from Spain and let's say 40, 45 uh, Latin America and then 5% everywhere, everywhere else. Right. And, and, and when we talk about trying to, uh, to learn Japanese, for example, I mean, I, my wife is Brazilian. I okay. don't speak Portuguese. I, we've been together seven years. It's a little embarrassing, but I try to tell her I'm trying to learn poker first. Like, you know, before I can go, same thing, right? Like Japanese, like it's you, the same you, thing for me. Yeah. I'm, I am delaying learning Japanese fluently. Yeah. Cause it takes time. You know, you're going to set two yeah, hours yeah. a day or something, an hour a day. Like, I mean, look, it, you got, it's not as smart to learn something when you're not ready to, to actually put the time because whatever you learn, if you're not using it, you're going to forget it. Right. So what do you, what do you remember when you were 15 starting in the school? Oh, it's a, yeah. It's you, a, it, do, what do you remember? Three percent? Yeah, maybe. Five? Yeah, something like that. So everything you learn and you don't use, you will forget. Yeah. It, it, so, but so, to that point, I, I think I, I'm curious always with creators and, and content, because um, I always try to compare and get better myself with stuff like how how you break down time between studying and, 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 and uh, you know, I guess it's changed now you have a team, right? But like, yeah. what do you, because um, I think that's the ultimate goal is like, you want to go show up at the tournament, wake up, do your workout, whatever routine, go play, not have to deal with anything. Because I think that's what I found to be the most frustrating because like when i'm actually carrying the thing first of all it's not great shots you know it's not fully natural if i see someone i want to talk to as well it's like i have to hold it or do something and it's just not right like i want to just like almost act like you know kind of like negranu too like he has very he has people filming and you know do his thing and as you get that sort of process it, it allows you to be better too because i was finding the world series that i was coming late I was coming at like 4 p.m., 5 p.m. You know, events start at noon. I'm just like tired. It was it was too much. It was too much organization and, and whatever. So, um, did, did you notice that for a while? Was it like really? And then, and then you when you you kind of realized because I mean, three people's a lot. That's a, that's a, that's a lot. But it's probably really what's needed, right? Because again, for it to be good and great, you you got it. You don't want to do even the thumbnails or like the titles, right? You just you kind of want to just be like, look, I want to play. You guys, I trust you. You know what I like. Here's what I would because do you you kind of have a hard time letting go of control though? Because like in a way you film it or how it is, like I want it this way. And if you watch a video come out, you're like, oh, I could have done it differently or better. You just kind of at this point accept it and and you tell them. You give them feedback. Yeah, this is a lot. Yeah, I want to hit you with 20 questions. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's just start from the yeah. beginning. So tell yeah. me, uh, yeah, how, how about control? How about like is it hard for you to let go of control? Uh, at first, yes. Yeah, of, of course. Uh, the key point is to find people who can do what you do better than you, mm -hmm. basically. Uh, and once you find those people, they basically gain your trust. And then you say, and you, and you believe them because there are many times uh, that you are, um, you think what you think is right, you know, uh, and they say, no, I think this is going to work better. So you need to uh, test, basically. You need to give a test to right. what they are saying. And along the, and it, it builds trust, I think. Uh, so as I, as I was saying before, the first two year, I, uh, the first two years I was doing everything alone, mm -hmm. and it was a problem. I was stressed, um, it was unhealthy, and I could not do everything correctly at the same time. So one of the key points, at least for me, that uh, that I think are key, basically, is dividing, uh, doing one thing, one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, I create, I create kind of like seasons of work, you know, I, I decide, okay, the next, for the next four months, I am going to be the best person I can to produce content. You know, I'm going to be the, the best YouTuber of poker I can be, mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, and that's what I am doing right now. For example, I'm here in Cyprus. I'm going to be recording uh, 
all these millions of events. Uh, and I am going to produce this the best way I can. And I am not uh, thinking about anything else at all. You know, I'm not doing anything related with anything else. And I have a lot of things I can do. For example, school, responding comments. Um, I don't know. So, so, so let me ask you on that then. So now... Uh, I think we're very similar in some of those respects yeah. because of exactly like trying to do a podcast, trying to stream on Twitch, trying to do YouTube, yeah. these things like, how, it, you know, Somerville did that too, where he would literally stream on Twitch for, you know, a month or two and then take off a month or two. Cause I do think that there is something to that and being very focused and direct. Cause if you're, when you're scattered and you've tried it, I've tried it. It's very hard. And it, I'm always trying to optimize as well and think yeah. about it, but that's a, that's a really good way. And how do you, how do you do that though? in with your school, so you have this, let's just yeah. uh, pull it over here. I know uh, we're showing your, so you have this, the zeros poker.com. So let's take this. Mm. I don't know how many students just, you have just for, for everyone watching. This is a Spanish poker school. So everything is in Spanish. Uh, you are reading that in English because I think you have the translator yes. activated. But everything is it is in Spanish. So okay, so there's our guy who was just on last week actually, Adrian Mateos, very you know one of the world. There you go, world number one or one of the best in giving a nice endorsement here. But so let's take this school. So how do you do that though? If you say right now you're just gonna you're gonna go and you're playing live poker and you're not commenting or replying or being involved, do you have a team managing this and keeping up a bit because it's kind of yeah. hard to just turn off your your students or people and just say okay i'm going away for four months or how do you how do you translate that message to them i I try to be as smart as i can with time for example the last year it was a year that it didn't make sense to produce uh blogs for Mm -hmm. example so Mm -hmm. i decided not to do blogs so for a year my audience didn't (laughs) didn't get much out of me but uh, in school i was uh, working on that maybe 10 12 hours per day and actually, that website is new. It's a new website that we launched in January mm-hmm. this uh, this same year. So the, the last year was a lot about building that. And this year, it's been a lot about producing content for this website. Mm-hmm. So I've been, um, for the last uh, eight months, producing videos, basically, um, trying to be very organized and very methodic on everything I do there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I took, for example, a, a break during the scoop to stream for a month. So I, during that month, I was the best streamer I could be. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And I was for a month, I was just focused on that and doing everything around that. And right. then I, when I was almost finishing the, the, the latest tournaments, I was telling my audience, see you guys in a few months, because I, I'm done with this now, for now, I will come back. But uh, uh, I think uh, my audience knows that they know that I am not a full-time streamer. I am not a full-time YouTuber and I am not anything full-time right? because I'm doing way too many things to be full-time on anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I try to combine, you know, for example, uh, this last year when I was, when I'm playing at the same time, I am style or I'm, I am basically thinking on a strategy when I am producing content for the poker school, basically I am studying all the time to produce that content. Right. And when I am, Right now, here, I'm not studying because I've been studying before. Mm-hmm. So at this moment, I just produce content. I play with what I already know and I make the videos. Right. You know, so I try to divide. I don't do too many things at the same time or everything becomes messed up and it doesn't work. Right. You don't feel proud of what you are doing, which I, is worse. I, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's one of the hardest things to Patrick Leonard. Um, you know, I really respect him and, and, and how he approaches things and same thing. Like he'll basically say, look, I study or I do my stuff other than I play Sundays. 
I just study poker for a couple months. And then when it's time for these big series, I go in and play and play and, and, and learn and take notes along the way. But um, I guess that's what I want to understand about consistency. Let's take a look here at Twitch. So again, you have a very good following. Uh, as we, as, you, as, as advertised, you said, look, this is two months ago. So you didn't, you weren't, you haven't streamed in a while, but you, you know, that, those, those were like uh, three, four uh, sponsored. Let's say I, I was producing content for the school. On those streams, let's say that. Let, let's say let's say it like that. Okay. So so how like in your mind is it frustrating a bit though because of uh, like Twitch where for example it's so much consistency. You know, like yeah. I, I stream for uh, 20, 16, 17, 18 a lot. You know, I was on five days a week, three days a week, sometimes a month at a time, and you really build a community. You get to know people. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and it's all that. And then you know you go away for three months, come back for a couple of times. It does, it's very hard on Twitch. It's not I, a I like to think. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I like to think that the people who are watching Twitch, then when I when I'm when I am done with the Twitch season, let's say, they will go to YouTube to do to to watch what they I'm follow doing your YouTube. sort of uh, trajectory. They follow yeah. around, and I think when I started on Twitch, I already had a following on YouTube. So whatever I I got on Twitch, it came from YouTube. Right, most of them, I think. Right. Well, so so yeah, so to your point, that's that's what works though, because if you at least are, hey, I'm here now, I'm here now, I'm here. Yeah. It's easier than if you're just like. Here, 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 a little, little, and, little. And sometimes you say, I'm nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's the nowhere too. So, uh, well, you don't have, listen, you don't have a, a child yet. Uh, it's from what I know, right? Like, it, it's, it's just, yeah. I'll just say whatever. Like, for someone where you're doing all these things, you know, be ready to know that that, uh, yeah, that that's another pocket. It takes away a lot of, a lot of time uh, yeah. as well. So, uh, but uh, very cool. And uh, what, do, what do you enjoy the most out of the, the school, the YouTube, the Twitch? If you just, if someone said to you right now, look, you got to take a year. And just do one of these things. What would be your choice um, today? Know, it will be today. YouTube because YouTube. I'm tired of lockdowns and being at home. You want to so get? I, I don't want to be at home right now. I want to be. I want to feel freedom. Mm -hmm. So if you ask me today, it will be. I want to explore and to move around and to visit places and get new new experiences. Basically, if you ask me, I don't know, uh, like a year and a half ago, I would say probably I want a year of being alone doing what I exactly what I did, mm -hmm. which is build my my school. So and that's that's what I've been I've been doing mostly uh, during the lockdown period. Right. Uh, using my time I, I like to think wisely. Right. Because it made more sense to do that at that time. And and how how long did the so the lockdown period, you know, I think again, this been a crazy year and a half for the world, right? Like just not good in general. It's just not right. It's just a weird thing. It's, it's affected many people. I think again, we're in the same similar type of boat with content poker. You know, we're, we're fortunate in the sense that if we're put in front of a computer or in a place, there's a lot of things we can do or get done and accomplish. Have you felt that this period has been, although frustrating, likely, like, has it been productive and you were able to really, you know, in a way just say, okay, no, I don't have to worry. I don't have to like FOMO about missing a series or missing this or doing that. It's just like, I can't do this. And now I'm going to focus on that. Has it been beneficial to your sort of, uh, your focus in your career? Do you think, or I, I feel I'm, I'm, I did, I, I, I made good decisions during this period. I, I, I really do think that at the same time, I'm aware that during this lockdown period, uh, tables were very good. For example, as a poker player, mm -hmm. a part of me wanted to play more, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I know that, uh, from, during some moments they were amazing right. uh, the tables um and i missed out a bit on that but you cannot have everything you cannot have everything um from my point of view i've been studying a lot uh, learning a lot 
which I need because I, as, as you know, if you are creating content and all of that, uh, it is easy to uh, yeah, it's, it's lucid, it, it is easy to to, to, to not learn, learn enough yes. and neglect. Yes, so I feel that th this last year was important for me on that uh, keep myself fresh uh, mm -hmm. and at the same time I was combining, you know, doing things that make sense together, uh, studying, creating content, uh, for educational content. Right. Uh, and finishing that, uh, playing live poker or online poker, mm -hmm. you know, uh, everything in seasons that makes sense. And, but at, at a month ago, two months ago, I was burned. Uh, it was complete, completely burned. You were looking forward to this trip. Yeah. Yeah. And even it was a confusing time, right? Cause it's like, Things change, rules change. Was it hard to get uh, paperwork, documentation, or were you like, uh, was there still sweat? Were you worried, like, at any point that this might not even happen, or, or did you? Actually, you... it was quite quite close to not even happening because um, we didn't know if we could get into North Cyprus or not. Mm -hmm. it, it was difficult because I'm wearing a GPS tracker, so uh, Spain is a red zone for this country, you know. So I need to have this on with me, pair with my mobile. Um, oh wow that's that's actually i've not seen that that's fascinating I've never... yeah some people have it uh, if they if they come oh, if they've been in the latest two weeks in a red sun country which spain is oh wow uh, so it was quite annoying to fill all the paperwork for this because you need i need to spend like two hours understanding what's going on with this and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of data yeah uh, wow uh, stuff like that it's not the stuff you would need to do in normal times. Well, yeah. Um, so besides that, uh, it is annoying to plan to plan trips when you have to do a PCR uh, three days before your trip because you cannot even buy the flights the flights in advance. Mm -hmm. You are worried that you might miss the flight you want. Maybe you know. Yeah. Uh, there are less less options as well. Uh, for example. Uh, before this trip, I didn't even know Cyprus is divided into mm -hmm. many, many people watching, watching this will, will not know. Yeah, either. of course. Uh, um, so I had to plan what route I take in order to arrive here. I go through South Cyprus, Larnaca airport, Larnaca, yeah. and then go up. Uh, I go through Turkey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a border in dispute a bit, right? Yeah, hour and a half drive from that airport. It's a, it's a hike. Yeah, yeah, at the end, for example, I decided to do it through Turkey because uh, it made more sense. If I'm going through the south, I had to fly uh, in a Greek airline, which was pretty shitty, it looked like. Uh, Turkish Airlines is better. Uh, at the same time, I, I had to deal with the south, arriving on the south, and then deal crossing the border with the north. So I just deal with one country. I go, I go through Turkey. Mm -hmm. How know? long is the uh, once you land in Turkey to come here? Because I've always gone through Larnaca. It was seven hours from Spain. Seven? A complete. Uh, no, but when you land in Turkey, how long is the drive from the airport to here? Ah, that was, that was uh, an hour and a half, maybe. Okay. But it's connected. Is it? Is there? A, it's 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 a break? one airplane. One airplane. Okay, yeah. And okay. and uh, and you arrive in Erkan Airport. Uh, I think they pronounce it differently. Mm -hmm. They pronounce the name differently. But you arrive in Erkan Airport, and it is like forty minutes. Okay, forty minutes taxi. Maybe. So not so yeah, a little less interesting. Yeah, no, it is fascinating. The north and south stuff. I, I didn't realize that either, and they don't recognize uh, each other, and that they had some bad blood or a revolutionary war. I think in seventies yeah. or eighties, but uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, it's not easy, right? And then to get your team here, same thing. So now you have three people. 
you, you got to deal with that. And it's a, uh, it is a production and how, how um, would you say, was there an, was there an inflection point for you when you got sort of big enough or um, recognized where, you know, party poker or the world series or places like, cause where you get like, you know, okay, Hey, we'll bring you here or we'll, your team. Cause like that obviously is expensive. If you have to pay for yeah. the rooms for your team flights, all these things, like, like, do you feel that there was, you've crossed a, a, a point in time where now you feel like you're being asked to come instead of like, um, Hey, I want to come and do this. Like, I, tell me yeah. a little about that process. I think that started recently. Um, because until I think we, we kind of prove ourselves, my editors and I, we prove, we prove ourselves, uh, with our content after Vegas, uh, 2019, mm -hmm. because that, that was the first time we produced live content kind of the right way. And Vegas is quite, quite restrictive to produce content because uh, even if you get uh, media credentials, credentials, they will tell you to, to record only in, in 10 minutes. So basically the way it works, it is that, uh, they, uh, if you have a, an editor, for example, uh, a cameraman or a cameraman, uh, he will have to be with an escort for 10 minutes and he he will follow your cameraman and you cannot film a full table play for example then after that they can be in their in the playing area taking pictures and all of that but they are not supposed to be recording mm -hmm. you know so we produced all these videos in vegas in yeah this uh, in this uh, situation you know and it was quite difficult. For example, right now in the millions uh, series, we don't have restriction, any restriction on how long we can record or anything like that. So we can record full table play. You know, we, we got all the hands I played recorded. So in, in my content, when I am explaining hands, we can show everything, exactly everything I'm talking about. We can right. show the, the person who I was playing with and myself and the face I, I had in that moment. And the right. So it, it is different. You know, I, I think uh, right now we are uh, in a very good moment because we are starting to get uh, big companies uh, such as Party Poker interested in allowing us to produce this right. because it is a win-win for let, everyone. Let me ask you about how... Um, you know, it's so crazy because the, the, the EV and understanding poker and variance and, and stuff, it's, it's, we obviously professional, we understand it, right? It's like you, you aces the Kings or four to ones or flips and they're very important. Do you ever feel, um, yourself on Twitch, but maybe more importantly here playing any differently or feeling not pressure, but realizing, wow, like me getting to in the money, me getting to, you know, the uh the final table me when how much like that would be what it could do for you like let's just say me or you win this event right million dollars to first let's call it or six hundred thousand like it would it would take your channel from you know being like very well known and recognized to like it could be like revolutionary right like it's like people would be like you can use so much with it so much content so much for your school so much for this that uh and also just like from a product like kind of like gus hansen right he won that tournament wrote a book he was recording every hand on microphone. You know this one? He wrote a book on Aussie Millions. He won the main event, I think. But every hand, every single hand, he would record about what he had, what happened in between hands or whatever, literally every hand. And that book, you know, it's kind of cool, right? He won a tournament by like replaying and then he would go through and talk about the hands. So like this though, it's on another level, right? It's like steroids. Like you have yeah. every you have video of it. You have the motions. You can use clips. It's, it's yeah. unlimited. So do you ever, I guess the long, long version question, like on the bubble, for example, or 
uh, in a big spot? Do you feel yourself playing a little differently or taking a less risk adverse because you know it's so valuable? I, I feel I'm, I am very methodic with the strategies I, I use. Either they are good or bad. Uh, but I, 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 I try to play in the way I always plan to. Uh, or the way I studied for, uh, that situation for, you know, I, I, um, I'm very structured on how I study and, and on how, on how I, how I play. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it is true that there are a few things in like poker that you want to take into consideration, um, can help. For example, the other, the other day I, I was playing a three-way bot mm -hmm. against two guys. Uh, and I had a, this guy is betting, a. He's making a big bet and putting me in a lot of pressure, very difficult situation. And I have a, a guy behind me uh, and I, uh, he's a recreational. I, I see he start with a mobile playing with, you know, uh, I know he's out of the hand. So that information is useful. You don't get that in online poker, for example. So you can think on that situation as a one versus one, you know, mm -hmm. and your situation actually become, becomes easier. Right. Right. So there are uh, certain certain things like this in live poker that uh, will change a bit the way you play, right? Yeah. Because you get information on basically what people are, are doing. Let me give you an example. Like in this tournament, let's say day two, the money hits, for example. I don't know. I mean, this is going to be, I think it'll get well over the 600 guarantee, right? This is uh, in, the, in this tournament. Let's just say, let's just say it hits a thousand entries, you know, 150 cash. There's 152 left. Yeah. You know, you're in a spot with like a healthy stack. Say you have like 40 blinds or something. You're on the money bubble yeah. and a spot where you have ace king suited or queens. And like, it's kind of obvious the table captain is aggressive. It's probably way ahead. But like, would you pass the spot? Because, you know, like making the money, like, does it, does it impact you at all about like making I'm the money? To, in a, if, I, if, if you if have I a have premium, to, you're going for it. Doesn't yeah, matter. You're playing I, your hand. If I have to bluff, I will bluff and I will just enjoy the tournament as I would normally play it. And I, as I right. think is right. And, and, but let's say also like two tables left, you're down 13 left. You're like eight, yeah. nine of 13. But this is the same in online poker. Yeah. Right. I mean, you will have that same situation. You can think exactly in the same way, the same fears. The well, same but I'm saying, I'm saying I'm, I'm coming from the perspective of too, like about the content side. Content creation. The, the, yeah. With, with Twitch too, because in Twitch as well, you know, the numbers build, the hype gets in, people start I've rating you. Twitch, I've been in that situation many times. I'm in Twitch. I, I won already three tournaments. One of the W Coops, uh, another one, a knockout in party poker. And recently uh, a Scoops. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I've done second places uh, and a few t final tables. And the truth, I think it is that if you don't take those risks, uh, you will not get into the final table position to, right. to, you know. You have to play correctly still, yeah. If you start passing spots or being yeah, yeah. You. you know, it's easier to think, it, it is easy to think that if you start basically. Oh, Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it is easy to think that if you uh, st uh, if you play more tight, let's say, it, it is going to be actually safer right. to get into the final table and to get this exposure and continuation yeah. and all of that. I think uh, it is worse. It works end. out adversely, yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to be the sixth positions, the eighth position guy all the time. Right, right. Who who gets into the final table almost dead? Right. You want to exactly that. That's it. Yeah. I think that one of the hardest things in poker, I think tournament poker, is for sort of understanding that. That and it took me a long time to kind of even comprehend it. But yeah, the thought of like, oh, I want to be final fifteen or twelve, and and then you limp in or get seventh, eighths, ninths, right? Versus like taking some chances, playing aggressive, playing how you're supposed to play because the first, second, thirds are so big. You'd rather get 
15th like three or four times and then take the uh the first or second then then get um you know just always get like eighth or ninth or tenth if you're able to get deep and know how to play but you're you're playing a bit so i think that's uh it's interesting i just you know again you got three people here filming you got you got party you got people like the whole thing like the difference in a, a video um you know, depending how you do it, it can be a, it's a big difference to make the cash and be on the thing. You get the hand and mob flag. You know, that, next week we go to Vegas. Uh, we will produce more content, more yeah. tournaments. There will be more chances. If I lose uh, taking a risk, I, I do it proudly. Yes, that's, I, I that's the right proudly. answer. This is the guy you got to follow him. I'm telling you, that's, that's the right answers. He knows what to do. He's got exciting know, if stuff. If you're worried about your content, I think one of the key points, it is that my content is not only about poker, you know? It is about the, I'm, I'm blogging the, the transition between uh, this place to Las Vegas. For example, I'm going uh, through Istanbul. Uh, we will rent a place in Istanbul. We, we will show a bit of Istanbul. The lifestyle kind in of. In a that, poker yeah. style yeah. kind of vibe. And I'm coming here. I did the same. And in the breaks, you know, we have right. our jokes, catching mosquitoes, stuff like that. Yeah. You know? So we make our content in a way that it is enjoyable for people who actually doesn't care about poker. So tell me when you when you are traveling or in between. So who will come with you to to uh, Vegas? Like in terms of like the people that are filming and part of your YouTube team, are they your, they're your friends now or have become your friends, or do you have friends as well on top of the people that are filming and doing your stuff? Like now, what you say when you go from here to Vegas, yeah. who 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 will that consist of? Like what's your team make made up of? Is it it's the three cameramen or for uh, producing blogs? Mm-hmm. Uh, the team is the three editors mm-hmm. basically. Uh, they they you know they they are taking turns for example recording so they they can change they are not doing all the time the same thing uh, but uh but I'm sorry, are those like guys is, are those like guys you're having beers with and they hang out and like you guys are all friends or is it more like you're like the star and they're like no part part of, like are they you know what i'm saying they're, they're no, youtube uh, first we, we but you become friends. i think right. we are close uh, but there is still professional respect right i would say but at the same time, we are close and we can enjoy a good dinner together and have a laugh and talk about non-work related topics. Right. And we enjoy having time together, I think. Very cool. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, no, that's good that you got you to like, yeah, that, that helps. I, I think it is important to, to keep the professional uh, respect as well, you know, otherwise it, it could be bad. Uh, right. And and who is there any YouTube channels poker wise otherwise that you know you watch uh, and have taken notes from or I'm sure you're, it's evolved a lot from when you started yeah. but like do you what, what you know is there any I guess outside of poker type feel and look like Casey Neistat stuff like that yeah you know Casey Neistat I think it's, he has been the influence for any blogger who started mm-hmm. who do you watch to learn how to blog mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, go, you go through the basics uh, so the, through through him basically right yeah and uh, yes when i started making content i i i, I watched him uh, and a few others and at this point uh, i feel we are doing our, our own thing we have the edit the team of editors they are amazing mm-hmm. they are very good every one of them is especially good at one thing you know which is very good for the content and uh, at the same time we even uh, we are even improving in the music area because we have a music composer as well in the team he's not traveling with us because he doesn't need to mm-hmm. uh, but we have a full-time uh, person on that creating music for the videos so how give me give me the full scope you got three guys here three on the ground they'll come yeah. to vegas so they're here at cyprus and they're filming you and editing and then they upload it do all this stuff whatever how who else is makes up your team you like do you have a manager do you have an agent do you have you have the music guy give me your whole give me the playbook uh, i have kind of like a ceo who helps me with uh, legal stuff uh, in mm-hmm. the company 
uh, I have a person taking care of the school, uh, uploading the content of the school and basically managing the social media. Okay. Um, then um, I have uh, one designer for the everything related with the website and a few other things we are building that mm -hmm. I didn't announce yet. I have a designer, two developers, uh, three editors, not four editors, actually. Uh, I have one for the school as well, uh, but he's not traveling on, on this content. Um, and it's a lot. So you have a team of 10 plus. Maybe eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And was that a was that a big leap for you to take that from you doing it yourself to control? You said to let go a little bit difficult initially, but also to say, look, I'm going to invest money. <laughs> These are, you know, I have employees, I have people I have to pay now, no matter what. Like, what did you sort of take a chance, or did you first get the school going, start making money, or did you just like dive in? And then I've been always like, trying to basically spend what I make. Mm -hmm. So I'm I am not yet making any decent money from the school or from anything I do mm -hmm. myself. But at the same time, I think the situation is quite safe to, right. to pay everyone who works with me. Nice. And, and I feel that the more I invest in myself and everyone around me, basically, uh, basically uh, the bigger is everything. Right. You know, the bigger it can become. So yeah, they say, I'm taking that approach. Yeah. Uh, Invest in yourself, right? If, That's if it doesn't a, work, I will, <laughs> I will regret, <laughs> but I, I think it will work. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, no, it's fun, right? It's also, it's, it's like you're 31, you're young, you've done this like traveling and, and being the poker. It's uh, it is cool, right? Like these are experiences. You've been all over the world. You've met interesting people, gone interesting places, like no matter what in, in the future, you know, I think you, it's uh, something no one can ever take away from you. Like, you know, when you look back on, I'm yeah. like, that's how I feel too. Like I, there's other things. Is, you know, it, yeah. it is what matters. Uh, you can have an amazing car today that in 20 years it's going to worth a lot less. And in 100 years, it, it is worth probably nothing, uh, right? Um, I I don't care too much about material things. The only one I care a, a bit too much is about my own house, which is a dream I had. I, I, I have that safety, I feel. It's, it, it is a safety for me. Mm -hmm. have my home already paid. Uh, I don't need to worry about that. Uh, I, I love everything about it. And... And besides that, I feel com comfortable spending everything I make. Right. Com completely com comfortable spending money on tournaments, content creation. I try to be smart on how I mm -hmm. spend my money or how I invest it as well. Right. Um, and I feel everything is going to go all right. Uh, I'm confident with that too. But I, if I, even if I lose everything, uh, I know I can I can make a very decent living, living just playing poker or just creating. I'm very diversified. Right. Uh, so and anything that happens, I'm, I have a, an exit, many exits, actually. That's, yeah, it's important. And, and what, is the, what is the views on crypto NFTs in, in kind of Spain, would you say, as a whole? Like, is it, is it something you would, like the typical person, maybe your parents or friends, um, you know, you don't have to give me your, your, your playbook on crypto, but like, is it something that people are like, oh, this is cool. Like, do you see Spain sort of inviting it, welcoming it? Are they frowning upon it or just not indifferent to it? I don't see Spain as a country doing anything with, with crypto right. yet. Right. I don't see it. And if they do something, it will be bad because the current government is, they like to... Control. They are, they, yeah, they, they are control freaks. Uh, so they want everything public and all that. They, they are not... So crypto doesn't necessarily with Spain and crypto aren't like a no, perfect blend. No, I don't think so. But I don't live in Spain. So right. I don't, it doesn't really affect me, anything they do. Mm -hmm. But um, 
but yes, I am. I, I like crypto. I, uh, I I like what what uh, where is where everything yeah, is going. Yeah. I like it. NFTs are very interesting. The the, the property thing of uh, stuff, digital stuff. It is very interesting. Mm -hmm. I really like it. I I don't invest in NFTs because I don't know enough about it. Right. But you can invest kind of in NFTs by buying you know the, the ecosystem right uh, the the if or whatever you know the so uh, on that i i am invested uh but um no, no i love it i don't know where it is going but i i feel it's it's nice for for the world i think we need to be less dependent on big banks big corporations uh, governments yes I am a bit scared of the governments basically destroying the whole thing. But for now, it seems they are happy just to get a cut right. on the on right. everything we make. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it's such a volatile thing. You know, it's like the seeing the the rises and the and the dips and just like a little bit of news or one person saying or doing something can really. That's because really... it is a, still a very young market. Yes. So it, it is a lot of opportunity because it is a still a small. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, once it is when it once it's huge. It doesn't matter whatever Elon Musk says. Exactly. You know, exactly. It affects now because right. it is small. Mm -hmm. But once it is huge, like many other things, right? Uh, it, the variance is going to be a lot smaller. Let's say that way. Yeah, I mean, if you think about the infant, like really, when it, I'd say 2016, 17 was like where it started to really get popular or first attention. Yeah. You know, you think about it, even like call it 10 years, like 2008. I think it officially started, but but like yeah, like think about money, gold. These things have been around forever, like cash, banks, and stuff. So it's like the, to think about it's it really is in its like infancy stages. Still, some people think, "Oh, I missed it. Bitcoin's at this or that," but really, yeah, it doesn't and I, matter. And I, like, I, and I felt the same way, you know, because I didn't. I I, I used crypto since four years ago, maybe, mm -hmm. but I never hold it right. because I used it because it was useful for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I finished playing here. I need a way to move all this money that I made from gambling or whatever. I need to move it right here. I hope you use this. I hope you have Luxon. Do you use Luxon? Yeah. Luxon? Luxon? Ah, oh, no. I don't. No? You know, it's, uh, for here, it's, uh, it honestly, it's amazing because they, you can, you can send money with crypto and have, okay. and, and change it into cash and use it easily. Like you can literally, in on party poker, for example, you can't player to player transfer, but you can send. But do Luxon. they take fees? Uh, it, how it, much it's like literally nothing it's a it's it's almost zero they they have uh deals with the sites and things they're not charging the customer um or nominal it's a nominal fee so i mm. we got we got to get you we'll get you I, set I, up I, on i've done i've done the 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 more sketchy uh, okay <laughs> i've done the do you know this guy who who has money in vegas and, I, and he, yeah. he wants bitcoin okay yeah okay so can very, we hard votes for him yeah, yeah, yeah. how All many right. hard votes can, can we get from from for this guy listen i'll hard vouch for luxon you should uh you should look actually different countries but i think that's rules. going to disappear soon because they are uh, the governments are starting to uh to care about regulation of mm -hmm. that and and yeah, you are going to need, you will need an explanation on how you got money, right? Uh, this money that I got have in Vegas, for example. So I can move my money uh, through banks. It's, it's just, a, it is annoying. Uh, right. They make it slow, they freeze the money, they yeah, ask for they, they, fees, they, it. Takes, it is yeah. annoying. And all of this com comes from regulation. They, they Because the governments are, governments, they want all the control. They want to understand everything you have, how you got it, because they want their cut. You know, they always want their cut. So uh, at the end of the day, we are just ants. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. It's that's a it's a I think it's a good way to to to, to put it out. And but crypto um, is a bit. Uh, it, it it creates freedom, economic freedom. Uh, but we need to see if we can keep it like that. That's the that's what uh, we will see. Yes, for sure. Well, listen, I know uh, it's uh, we're, I do want to show the view here before the sun goes down and we've uh, we've covered a lot. Is there uh, any other you see know, so Vegas coming up, which is going to be you'll be there for the entire series. You're going to film pretty much everything you play. Is that I'm the going, plan? Yeah, I'm not going to play everything, but I'm going to film everything I play. And, and on your so people have an idea when you do film, let's take Vegas coming up. So you play, let's say, a 1500 or a 3K six max. Are you? uploading every single tournament win lose or indifferent or yeah, I, I do everyone so even yeah, yeah. you play it's it's it goes I up. lose i film it and i explain how i lost it and right and what i'm doing next right uh, it's the whole thing it's the i try to create a, a story mm-hmm. uh, based on reality right you know? and I, I try to keep it real and connected and make it in a way that it doesn't feel like uh, what matters the most is the result mm-hmm. you know that's why I try to include in the videos a lot about the, the lifestyle, a lot of that, a lot about, about opinions on what do I feel being here? Mm-hmm. You know, what do I feel eating in this specific place or hanging with a specific people? You know, mm-hmm. I try to, uh, to show more about the life um, all together, like a documentary, but keeping the what YouTube is, you know? And so you're, you're, you have like, you do Twitch highlights as well. Like will you have a Twitch stream and you take that run or a score and put it on. I've done that, but I highlight. do that only as a content I produce during series during okay. when I'm playing online events. But for example, right now, uh, I ha- actually have a couple of videos I did, I did not upload yet, but, uh, everything I do on that matter, mm-hmm. it's going to be during a, in a specific or, or produce in a, in a month. Okay amounts that I decided to use for that, you know, to play live. I will use that content, of course, uh, to, to grow the second channel, basically. And how did you find these YouTube, the YouTube editors, also the live people to film like that are here? Where did you, how did you, uh, did you put out like an ad for it or, or did you have people from your community? The first one, uh, it was, uh, I said it in a video, I need an editor. Uh, then I got maybe, I don't know, 80, 100 emails at the time. Oh, wow. Um, then you go through all the emails and you try to find the, the personality you like and the you know and wow. the and the quality you you want. Uh, that's the way I found the first one. Uh, the second one and the third one, it, they came by recommendation of the first one actually. Mm-hmm. So I talked to them and um, made it happen basically. Right. And the f- number four came from also from YouTube. I said I need an- another editor. So maybe that time we got five hundred emails. Uh, we go through all of them right. and we find a person. Wow. Uh, you know, YouTube is an amazing place to find high quality people because you can, you get a lot, you know, and you can really be picky, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So from the editors though, that you got, or the filmers there, were they working already with someone else or were they out of work or how? Cause like that, how did that work? Um, one of them was a style studying at the time. Mm. So he, so he was kind of ready to come into a role. He yeah, was, yeah. And, uh, the next ones, uh, they one of them, I believe, was free, and the second one was doing other things for other content creators. But he, he joined. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone has. And and, and it is interesting, and because you have to have trust too, like you said, you know, they have access to your YouTube or your things. And no, actually, I'm, I'm the one who uploads 
You do the you do the final upload. I do the final upload. Yeah, because the yeah. I yeah, you have to have some control in general, right? It's just nice to. I mean, they, I I would not mind mind to I would not mind to have someone doing that, but uh, it is true that you need to care a lot, a lot about the thumbnail, right? Mm-hmm. And tags and all of that. Um, but I I would love to have someone skilled enough to actually do that right. So right. because uh, yeah, you, you want someone who is fresh to do that, right? Uh, or who who really cares, you know? Mm-hmm. Because we are. Sadly, in YouTube, uh, a lot of the exposure you are going to get comes from the title you choose, and and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. It's a it's it's a fine line between clickbait and uh, and doing you know making it doing the right mm-hmm. things and and also you're right the algorithms and stuff are very tricky and can change so it's important to have yeah, experts. Yeah. I mean, it, it is um, it is tricky. Yes, definitely. Um, last thing here, I know we got, I do actually real quick. Let's just show, I'm going to mess this camera probably up. Let's show what we got. So this is where we are guys. We're in, we are in uh, Northern Cyprus. Nice view out the balcony there, sunset coming down. And are you, have you gotten to, uh, would you say, have you gotten to enjoy enough here? Have you, have you been playing and getting to get, gone to the spa, the beaches, done any fun I, stuff? I did it one day. I had one free day. I, I explored a bit the, the beach and, and I, did, I, you know, I don't often go to the beach. I, I think I did I, that time, uh, four days ago, it was the first time I got inside a beach, maybe for the last three, four years. Wow. Okay. Jeez, yeah. Yeah, so I, am on, I am a mountain person, you know, the beaches, they, they are dangerous. There are dangerous things out there. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm, I'm not a big, I'm not I a like huge. I like to eat the fish. I don't like to, to stay where they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not a big scuba diver or, <laughs> uh, you know, skydiver and stuff. I, I like to be on land. That's my, my, my place. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess last, uh, last couple things here. Do you, um, what, what would change for you winning this main event? And I'll say a million dollars comes to you. You you win. You know, pandemonium. Great for everyone. Great for this. What changes for you? Anything? Do you change your life or or plans at all? I will spend more money making my content. You maybe have six people and you you hire more. No, no, no more. Maybe no no more people. I will spend more money on the content I produce. Right. For example, uh, right now we have to buy flights to Vegas. We didn't do it yet because we don't. We can. This is the the thing of of these times. You cannot plan your trip two weeks mm-hmm. before it happens. You need to wait for the PCR and all of that. Yeah. But for example, I'm checking flights and all that. I like this, I like this, uh, or it is, I don't know what, what is happening, but I, all the flights I was checking today, are they are all huge. I mean, the, the prices are insane. Do you have some, do you do that? Or do you have a, yeah, I, do you, not. Actually, I have, I actually have like the best person in travel, the best setup, the best hookup. They can do everything and book and we should, we'll talk afterward, but I could probably help save you some uh, stress and time and money. I'm sure. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know a few guys uh, who who find business class flights yeah. cheaper and all of that. Um, I, I use their services, uh, but and this time maybe I, I will too because the the prices were crazy. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah. bit uh, big. It is. It's a so big if care. I have more money, basically, I will care less about the spending ten k in in airplane tickets. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Exactly. The overhead starts starts adding up quickly. Um, and what, what is, uh, what's your favorite stop? We'll do a couple more guys. So I'm used to, as you guys know, we usually have live, this is recorded. We also usually put the tweet out. You guys get to ask a question. So for this particular one, we will still do a tweet. We'll still put it out. You can ask a question, although we won't be looking at the direct questions. Um, and I'll, I will give a giveaway for you guys, uh, anyway, for, for retweeting and putting it out there. And of course, give my man a follow here across the socials. And, and at the current moment, 
Instagram, Twitter, what, what is the more uh, best place or, or just everywhere? You, you're pretty active on the socials? Uh, I have, I upload um, on both. Uh, not very often. I am not, uh, I, I don't post like a lot or anything like that. Uh, but I, on Instagram, I will post a, a few pictures every now and then when I'm playing tournaments. On Twitter, I will give updates. So I'm doing this, I'm doing that, stuff like that. Uh, but I am, I'm not a huge social media guy or anything like that. I'm, I think uh, it is good to keep yourself out of that as much as you can. Yes, it's 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 a tricky one because for myself, I think I would not be on social media at all. But for me, it's a big part of my my yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard, right? Because like there's a fine line between I find myself scrolling and looking. But as part of it's educational for me because I like to see what are the other people doing, how are they doing? Oh, now they're now it's reels, now it's this, now like how does it work? But it's also yeah, you can lose a lot of time and, and yeah, yeah and that's that. a problem. And we were talking before about this. How do you manage to do so many things at the same time? Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? That uh, you need to you need to make decisions and and follow them, right? So I try to avoid as much as possible spending time on social media uh, by not having it in the mobile, for example. Uh, by having someone making the post. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for well. example, I do the final upload on YouTube, for example, but on Twitter and all that, I will not. Right. Makes uh, makes perfect sense. And do you have TikTok, Snapchat, anything, or just Instagram, no, Twitter? I, I should probably, but I don't. I want to get a TikTok myself. I have one. I've never uploaded one I, thing. I but it's... people doing TikToks. I, I don't like them. I don't like it's it. not it's not for me either, but I think it's a, it's one of the bigger, you know, demographic. It's sort of like the reels now on Instagram. You know what I'm thinking? Lately, as long as what I'm doing works, you know, on YouTube and everything, I don't need what I'm doing to work better if it already works. If it's bro- if it's not broke, don't fix it. If the price is to be on TikTok, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I like that. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Uh, if my life is in danger, and TikTok only TikTok can save it. Yeah, we can discuss. Right, right. No, but yeah, I, I like that. I like that line of thinking. Okay, and uh, all right, cool. Is there any other uh, closing remarks? I mean, hopefully we go heads up in the uh, the tournament. Maybe we make a deal, and and you know we ride off in the sunset in our channels, or no deal. Hopefully we we we, we win all of, all of us. We win. We got the first prize, both of us. Yes. And we make a lot of money. Yes. Uh, if we can. If listen, <laughs> how about this? If we listen, if we go, if we go one, two, we make a deal heads up, we fly, we take a private jet to Vegas. Is that can we do that? It'd be a little bit of a, a little bit of a spew. I, I know my, you won't do it. If we go first and if we go one and two. I, I think it would not be a smart. Okay, fine. We we, we throw yeah. a big party and we, we save the money for we the can't private have jet. A party, a big... we can enjoy ourselves, okay. but I would never because you know the money you are spending on the private jet, you could spend it. I understand, I but I'll say this. If you have three, four, five people with you, I have my family versus first class. It's not, it wouldn't be like as crazy much more than you think than business. Like it would be a lot more, but it wouldn't be like. Are not the private jets like 100K or stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, it'd be like 100. It'd be to Vegas from here would be, it would be expensive. But you like, know, I, I, I'm, I, I, love, I love flying in business class and I do all the time. Yeah. So I basically, in the last uh, three years, I flew uh, business almost every time. Yeah. And I think there is very little difference between the quality you get in business and first class. Maybe in American Airlines is different. I'll tell you the difference. So I also agree. First of all, from European travel, European companies are shit. Right, but no, I'm saying that. So to fly from Europe to US, I would prefer to fly actually business than a private jet. I've done it before on a private jet. It's scarier. 
because it's small plane. It's not super comfortable. I, I don't like yeah, yeah. airplanes either. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But so for an overseas flight, I wouldn't even actually, I'll take that back. If we go one, two, yeah, we fly business together and uh, we, we have a big party. But I'm saying it's not actually as much more than you would think because of business tickets um, per person in a private, it, it would be it would be a spew. It would not be the best way to spend the money. You need to try uh, airplanes from uh, Asian or, uh, yeah, Asian airlines or mm-hmm. Middle East Air- Airlines, like uh, Emirates. Uh, yeah, Emirates. I've done Emirates before. You yeah. try business class on those uh, No, I know airlines. they have showers on the, there and late. That's unbelievable. That's in first, I would say. Yeah. But, you know, uh, you take those, uh, you know, for 2K, mm-hmm. most of the times you can get a first class experience uh, in other European or... No, it's special. Those, those, are, like, those, those, airlines, those um, airlines are special, yeah. Yeah. So. I can show you a picture of uh, the one you had. They should pay me for this kind of promotion. This guys. Let's put it out there. You know, we can the tag them. We can take a clip and, and give them a. Give this is how you fly on on Qatar Airways, for example. This was 2K, maybe. Mm, there you go. You have your own cabin. Yeah, it's like a, its own little house. Yeah, it's it's sweet. I yeah, that I agree. It is. Uh, so it, you don't need to spend one hundred k in a flight. You you get this for two k. Yeah, no, that's it. The, so the only thing about private in general in in overseas, I don't agree. But like, it's it's a saving yeah. of time. It's just like the time difference. Like to, if in, okay. in the U.S., for example, to go around, you know, you just show up when you want, when you want, boom, boom, boom. You say like out instead of checking bag and doing this, and it's a, it's just a thing. But yeah, to go overseas, I but agree. You, you have I don't know. Uh, Eight of those, I prefer to buy a house, another house. Yeah, it's all, it's all, real. listen, I'm not in a position, I'm not trying to, I'm not saying I'm out here flying private all the time. I'm just saying, you know, in a, in a, in a circumstance, there's an inflection point, you know, when you hit a certain number and a certain thing, yeah, sure you do it, but it's, we're not, we're not close. We, we need to win a lot of main events. We need to events. be rich. Yeah, yeah we're we, not, need, we need to be fuck rich. Right? Yeah. Fuck level rich. It's, we got another 10, 20 years probably of grinding, yeah. you know, it's not going to happen tomorrow or winning a tournament. But anyway, listen, uh, I am, uh, this has been very informative. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This is podcast number 148 we are going to do our best to put the best runs on the cyprus uh, millions north cyprus millions main event here courtesy of party poker this has been uh, a big treat and i i wish you the best for your your vlogs all your stuff and i hope we get to uh hang out and and collaborate on some future stuff so thank you very much very nice to meet you officially in person get to know you better and uh any and, and again just tell everyone where they can find you on on the socials. Is it? It's your name or Zeros Poker is what you go by. They, uh, they can find me everywhere uh, by typing Zeros Poker, uh, and I will pop up. Awesome. And then actually, the closing question I meant to ask Zeros Poker. Can you explain what does that mean? Why? Where's that? Uh, the nickname come from? What is that? What is I that? started playing video games when I was uh, maybe twelve, okay. thirteen years old, uh, playing strategy games, and Zeros was my first nickname. Or one of the one of the first one, the one that, that stick. Okay. Uh, so um, yeah, when I started producing content and all of that, I wanted to use that name because it means it is like uh, it is like my own name, important level almost. Okay. I would say. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you so much. And guys, thanks for watching. Again, this will be on all the audio outlets, the major podcast platforms, as well as it's going to be uploaded on YouTube, of course, where you're watching this now. So uh, again, thank you so much to Elias, if I'm saying that right, Elias Gutierrez. And uh, we will see you guys for some live vlogs here from uh, North Cyprus, courtesy Party Poker Millions. Big tournament, big turnout. Won't spoil what's going on, but uh, we got stuff happening and we'll see you on the tables. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. 
Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.